Yo, what's happening? We're the Premium FPL Podcast. Another double game week, this this game week 28. Um, for those not following us already, uh, please do follow us on Twitter at Premium underscore FPL. And yeah, thanks again for joining, listening, watching, whatever you're doing. And you're you're witnessing the greatest one of the greatest comebacks in sporting history with uh, Mindy now closing the gap in the podcast to 40 points. You must be feeling good about that. Yeah, it depends how you look at it. Is it going to be one of the greatest... Greatest bottles in history with you plummeting, <laughs> or or will it be my redemption story? So, oh, well, my brother, will, my brother will be saying it's the former. Yeah, he's he's loving it. <laughs> You'd be like Kevin Keegan cracking up, just as it gets to uh, squeaky bum time. <laughs> Tell you what, I love it. It would be, I love it. <laughs> I'm um, I I've I, I've been here before. I've, I've uh, I'm I'm comfortable being where I am, chasing. I think um, I've I've been. Having me breathing down your neck is just gonna you're just gonna wake up in the middle of the night, just be thinking, fuck, there's Mindy. That's what's gonna happen. We'll see, we'll see how it unfolds. Maybe the the extra team value that I've that I've uh, bigged up all, all season might come into play when we play them wildcards. Get if an that, extra premium in. If if that's all you've got on your side, but a bit of team value, you're fucked, mate. <laughs> gonna gonna need more than a bit of team value. Um we'll see, we'll see. So um, yeah, we just we've just come out of a double for Leeds and Southampton game week twenty five. Uh, Leeds people who had triple leads came out pretty happy. Um, I think we both had triple leads, didn't we? No, I had double. That's oh, where double. the points are coming. I had Rafi and Bamford. Your big lucky Stuart Dallas, the big toe poke. But, I mean, I, you enjoy I've that been, one going. In. I uh, I've had Dallas is someone who I've had in my team. I think he might be the player I've had in my team the longest because. Um, and I went for him over Alien right at the start when I just noticed that he was playing further forward and sometimes in midfield and he was taking having shots. So I'm um I'm pretty smug with my Dallas pick. It's just it's just been great for me. I'll let you off. I'll let you have a small win in a in a big season. Um yeah, other than that, what 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 have you got to say for yourself this week? Well, so we'll time we'll timestamp and get all the boring stuff out of the way. So we're recording just before the Champions League fixtures on Wednesday night. Um, we've seen City's team sheet. Um, we'll talk about that and what it means for what what it'll mean for City players' minutes over the double, over their double. Um, obviously, big double game week twenty six. One of the maybe the biggest double in FPL history with the amount of teams that have got a double this week. So there's going to be a lot. Well, of in history, really bigging it up. Well, it's I think, like I think Sky Sports out of Super Sunday. I think it is. I just, I just need, I just need my yellow tie, and I, I just, we just need um, a roving reporter and some fan throwing a dildo in his face. That's that's what level we're at. It's like deadline day. Um, but no, I think it is. It, it has to be the biggest because the amount of teams that are doubling and like all most of the big teams doubled in as well. Uh, so yeah, we'll talk a lot about that. We've both planned. We've both um, put together a draft like perfect what we think is the perfect wildcard 11 for this week for people who are using this opportunity to use their wildcard or free hit um blank game week 29 that's um not far away now so transfers you make now will affect that so we'll cover that and then there's a small blank in game week 33 where tottenham and city's fixtures have um been taken out of the calendar because they're playing the league cup final so 
that's also a potential option for people who still have their free hit. So we'll talk about that as well. Um, but obviously it's all it's all team dependent at this stage of the season, what chips you've got left and all that. Um, and triple captain chat as well. We've both used ours, but this this week probably looks a good week to play it. So we'll 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 go through best captain options and if there's any other weeks when you could maybe use the triple captain. Um but we'll and then we'll we'll start with uh how the last game we went and what ranks we are and all that stuff. Um, I'll let you go first, considering you're um, smashing it. No, actually, actually, yeah, 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 we will do that, and then we'll go into the the running order. So I uh, got 88 this week. Didn't take a hit. She used two free transfers to bring in um, Bamford and Rafinha. Is that what I did? Or did I just bring? Yeah, that is what I did. Um, so Rafinha looked looked great. Like he looked great in the first game, um, but didn't really get the points. But the fact he got two bonus points in that game showed like without even getting any returns shows how well he played. And um we sort of talked about in the previous week how the fact that he's on um corners and set pieces puts him ahead over um Jack Harrison, who people were also considering. So um the fact that he got free kicks and was on corners and stuff was, is a massive um, string to his bow over Harrison and that sort of played out in the end. Um, the the only annoyance, I guess, for, for me was that I sort of said on the podcast last week that I felt Fernandez's fixture, he could outscore the double game week players uh, and didn't really have the courage of my convictions on that one. But I'm not too annoyed about that, really. I think... Um, like you were saying, you kind of in a double, you have to be positive and sort of dream. Go for the go for the player that's got the double, but there is always that risk, especially with Fernandez when he's just he's just relentless this season. Um, Antonio off the bench was quite lucky, I should say. Foden getting no minutes meant that I got Antonio off the bench for an extra seven points, which was um, well, it's, it's a nice bonus after having so many points on my bench in previous weeks. I'll say that. I'll let you go into your team. Oh, oh I'll, I'll, I'll do my rank first, actually. Go on. So I've gone from 107k to 76k. So into the top 100k. I think that's the first time I've been in the top 100k this season. So now just to um, stay there and not drop back off like I did last time when I was um, having a few greens in a row. Well, you certainly sound a lot chippier this week. How's this? Is this going to continue as your team progresses? You're going to get more and more happy, and you're going to run the podcast. You, I'm you, taking you, it back. You, you, you make it. You make it sound like I come on the podcast every week to press. <laughs> you do. You come to vent some anger about the team decisions. It's not often you sit. Not often you get a sub that's coming in and doing well for you. Um, I I, I just give a frank and honest sort of portrayal of how how my week's gone. I think that's what people want. If if I came on like a if I was like a Premier League manager and just glossed over all the negatives and just tried to give like a full media trained performance, that'd be awful, wouldn't it? You like you're doing the opposite of a Jose Mourinho reign. You started negative and coming coming out of your shell life character. And I love it. Keep going. Uh, in terms of my transfers, you make it sound like I'm going through puberty. Jesus, I'm winding you up. You wind me up every week. Oh God, well I've bitten there anyway. 
<laughs> anyway, I got 73 this week, not quite the lofty heights as yourself. Uh, minus four in that as well. Uh, brought in Rafinha for Suchek. Bit of a no-brainer. Good to see him doing well. Like you said, two bonus in the first game without doing anything. Kind of preempted what was going to happen in the second game week and he was played another stormer and got a goal. Uh, but brought in Kane for Antonio, which obviously didn't work out. Spurs look a bit shaky. Although we must say that they've just won, I think it's 4-0 this evening. Uh, I know the opponents aren't up to much, but Son and Kane arrested. Bale came on and scored, uh, which is interesting. Bale looked really good against West Ham, which might factor in one of our wildcard thinking later on. Who knows? Um, but yeah, dropped down to 21,000. So I think 5K down, which isn't too great. I think the big one for me was not having Dallas. Dallas 17 points was, I think if you didn't have him, you were going to take a hit to your rank, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 weird sometimes how how often defenders end up becoming like highest scorers in double game weeks. I think it's happened with Laporte uh, and Cancelo this season as well, isn't it? Um, so yeah, don't 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 forget your defense when you when you're getting all the premiums in for the double. That's probably a learning a learning there. Yeah, absolutely. What's your? Did you already go through your rank? Yeah, 21,000. Yeah. Yeah, good to see you so intrigued. Um, what was I going to say? I, I, it's because I remembered as you were talking that um, I forgot to mention the flickering. So for anyone watching on YouTube, um, if the if my podca- if my webcam stream starts flickering, it's not me going through puberty or anything <laughs> like that. It's um, some weird thing I can't figure out. Every so often my webcam decides to flicker. Uh, if it's annoying, then just... Um, listen to the podcast version and sack off the YouTube one this week. Hopefully get it fixed for next week. I knew it was too good to be true seeing you in HD. The fans have finally got what they, they asked for and it's quickly taken away. Well, it's good so far. You never know. It might last. I think, um, I, I wonder if the, the camera just like can't, it can't handle like how good looking I am on the stream. It's just, <laughs> it's just, it's not got the, uh, it's not got the CPU power to handle, um, ha- handle these curls, you know? <laughs> Um, we'll get into the running order. The f- first thing. Um, oh, it's been a big week, especially on social media. Yeah, and so one of, the, one of the most fun weeks I've, I've I've witnessed. It's been really hard to plan properly for uh, this this big double game week because we didn't have the fixtures confirmed, and we were waiting last week uh, every day, like thinking it's got to be today, it's got to be today, and then of course what happens? The Premier League announced <laughs> the fixtures one minute after the FPL deadline at 6.31, which, um, yeah. It's de- definitely done on purpose. And then and then soon what followed later was the Aston Villa controversy of uh, Grealish being out injured. Well, it was kind of confirmed really by all the Aston Villa players taking it out, taking them out of their fantasy mm-hmm. teams. I think it was at FPL underscore insider that confirmed that. So it's been a big week of... Uh, the FPL having one on the community and then the community having one back on the FPL. And I think Aston Villa players have been banned from fantasy now, which who knew five, 10 years ago that fantasy football would be having such a big impact on the Premier League. Yeah. I mean, on the, on the stuff the Premier League did with the fixture announcements, if they did do it on purpose, just so that we couldn't plan for the thing, that's got to be like the biggest shithouse remove in FPL since, since you said you were uh, 
not having Salah and then you did have Salah after the game week one deadline. What is this reckon? in the script or is that ad hoc? I've <laughs> been planning that. I'm sure the fans will agree with you in some shape or form, but um, yeah, I couldn't believe it. It, it, it one, was... one, one thing I will say is that uh, you know how they changed the uh, the game week deadlines to be an hour and a half before kick- the first kickoff of the game week now so that people who live in different time zones aren't screwed over by not getting team leaks and stuff. I wonder if that's why they did it. Because say if they'd released it on Friday at half four. Yeah, that's true. And some people where, are still asleep. Where, yeah. yeah, where say, for example, in Australia, you're fast asleep at that time. You're mass- you're at a massive disadvantage then. you've like Other people could quickly confirm their wildcard plans and whatever and get their bench crew sorted in those two hours. Whereas if you were planning that and you're in a different part of the world and it is a global game, you're, yeah. you are at a massive disadvantage. So may- maybe they just thought with how close they were going to have to announce the fixtures to the deadline, that was the fairest way of doing it. So no, like, it much meant that nobody, everybody was in the same boat then. No, nobody could say with any certainty what the double was. But Ben Krellin, to his credit, I think everything he predicted on his spreadsheet was right, wasn't it? So for the people yeah, who... Yeah, um, play to him. For the people who've, um, who gambled on that and did their wildcard anyway, especially, I think... There were a few people who sort of were like, well, given that people like Pep and other managers were starting to hint that they've been told there's going to be these extra games they're going to have, you could you could make an educated guess that they were, they were going to be announced for that week pretty soon. It was just, I think for me, it was just a lingering doubt of what if what if Ben Krillin's wrong or whatever. I didn't, so I didn't play my wild card last week. Um, It'll be interesting to see what they do going forward because there's going to be some people at the Premier League who... I kind of want to shut down this beast that it's become fantasy Premier League. And it'd be interesting to see what steps, what more steps to do going forward. But they, of... they, they, they can't just shut it down. Cause like it brings, yeah, massive... no, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a global game. It brings massive people to the, to the spot, but it's just, I just think that some people won't be happy at how, how much it's influencing things. But for us, it's great. Yeah. Cause one other thing I saw today within the athletic was like, what if if there's ways that people can see what players are doing with their teams based on inside information of being inside the club it affects the betting markets as well like for example if, if you're betting on vote like if you fancy a villa win or whatever and you see Grealish is out and you know like how instrumental Grealish is to that team that that's a good bit of knowledge to have if you know that and the the, the bookies don't and whatever so um that's that's another thing which um is, is coming into play from um, reading a couple of things today. So yeah, there will be some changes. I imagine Premier League players will just have to not, they might just get told not to play FPL. Yeah, or there'll be like, there'll be like privacy settings, won't they, next year? Maybe not this year, but like where the accounts are just completely shut down or something. Well, doing like private league or something. Yeah, there's a, I didn't have a chance to read it in full, but the guy who runs that FPL Insider account had a feature in on the BBC today about um, his uh, his program that tracks the players' teams and whatnot. He's actually a Villa fan as well, so um, that, that's quite ironic. Um, what is quote? I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry or something. It's like a US pop song from the nineties. Um, it's it's funny that he's Norwegian as well because there's a lot of uh, Norwegian diehard FPL players. Um, so of course it's a a Norwegian that's gone to the effort and time to um, 
put together such an account and make a, a bot that tracks all that stuff. Yeah, but fair play. Anyway, um, I guess the other thing is just um, Bruno again, like talk, talking point for me from last week, just I felt like he was the best single game week player, the best fixture as well. He didn't even play well in that game. He played awfully and he, he gets his toe on a ball to get an assist and then gets a penalty and gets full bonus. He's just appreciating. Just we, we, we were kind of saying last week that of the premiums, he might be the one to lose, but not, it's just you just can't not have him, can you? No, absolutely not. Uh, another talking point probably for me was uh, De Bruyne back, City, and what that meant. Uh, I don't know if it was just the game plan against Arsenal, but Gundogan was definitely not as far forward as he normally is. So that'll be interesting to keep an eye on going forward. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's just the fact that he's half the price of De Bruyne is just... Yeah, it hard. Kind of, if, you get, yeah if you get half the output. I think if you're chasing, though, having um, De Bruyne, if you're wildcarding now... Yeah. It's, a good, it's a good way to differentiate yourself because not every, hardly anyone will be spending the extra to have him. Um, but shall we um, get into um, double game week, this double game week then? Should we, should we yeah. start looking at... Um, seven, seven extra fixtures, isn't this? So you talked about it, 14 extra teams, uh, best teams to go for. And interesting, the best teams to go for aren't necessarily in the best form. Uh, the two people at the highest... The easiest fixtures, you'd say, is Spurs and Everton. Uh, and Spurs, after last week, West Ham looked a bit not like themselves. And have they lost four out of the last five now or something? Something quite shit like that. And I think there was leaked quotes today that one of the players has said that we just defend and give it Kane and Son. I can't remember who, who tweeted that out today. But yeah, it's just interesting that the wheels are coming off a bit. But then they've come back to form tonight. Obviously, the opponent's not great, 4-0. So maybe, maybe the harmony's still there. And it'll just be interesting to see whether... Do you go form over fixtures or fixtures over form? I know you're very much a form man. Yeah, so I I, I went on to um, Fantasy Football Scout and they've got their fixture sticker where they, they put out the ranking order of um, like fixture difficulty ratings and stuff. So for them, it was Tottenham top, Everton second, Villa third. But... I'd sort of argue that bearing in mind form, not just of the team itself, but the teams they're playing, I think Everton's double is better than Tottenham's double because Southampton are leaking goals all over the place. And West Brom, on their day, if their heads drop, can concede massively as well. So I think, I think for example, Calvert-Lewin up in Southampton and West Brom is maybe better than Kane having Burnley and Fulham because Ful- Fulham are on the up and they they I can't remember the last time they conceded more than one and Burnley on their day couldn't like Nick Pope can just you know have a masterclass and get full bonus keep a clean sheet and just nothing can get past him some games so I think I think Liverpool have, have experienced that before playing Burnley like Salah's just Salah's blind Pope just saved everything and and then there's the fact that Tottenham, they just look so disjointed, um, and yeah, I don't know. It's um, I think Kane is still the pick for captain this week over anybody else because he's going to be 
So, because there's going to be people triple captaining him, so his effective ownership will be high. So the safe pick is Kane, but again, kind of like what I was saying with Fernandez last week, I do wonder if um, going a bit different and back in the form and the fixtures of someone else, like for example, Calvert Lewin, might actually be the more might actually have more upside. What are your thoughts on that? It's interesting. Uh, the one thing that goes against it, obviously said Everton's great fixture, is Albert Lewis here. He's not, I don't think he's got a massive haul in him. Like he seems to tick over, gets the goal, goal and assist at best. He didn't seem to, I could be wrong, but I don't think he scored two and three on the regular. Uh, I think that's always been our criticism of captaining Calvert Lewin. Whereas I think with Kane, uh, even Salah, Sheffield United and Chelsea at home, like you're always capable of a big, a big haul, and it, it would be a, it would be a ballsy move to captain an Everton player, no matter what the fixtures like. Even City, West Ham, Wolves, at both at home. Uh, the interesting one for me is uh, Aston Villa. Like last week, before we didn't know the Grealishes out, Leeds away and Sheffield United away. We know we know Leeds at home come at you, and that's almost better if you're. Uh, You've got an FPL player playing against them. You almost want them away just because Leeds are going to come out of the blocks. But now without Grealish, they looked a real shadow of themselves against Leicester. So it'd be interesting to see how people treat them Villa assets ahead of that double because I was very much going to go on the, tri- the triple up with Grealish, Martinez and the defender. And now that's completely changed. I'm going to have to take Grealish out and I'll probably end up with just Martinez. So it'd the be thing, interesting to see come the, Saturday. The, the thing with Aston Villa though is as well is that... Um, they're useful because they double this week and they play in 29. They're one of the few teams that... Yeah, it's Aston Villa and Tottenham, isn't it? Which makes Kane and Son more of an appeal if you've not got your wild card or your free hit left. Um, what was I going to say about Tottenham? Um, obviously, I went through a lot of negatives with Tottenham, like them and Mourinho being not at the highest ebb. But um, the other factor for Kane is that... Uh, He's got 65% goal involvement. So when yeah, we've talked before about when Tottenham score, he's more than likely to be involved. Uh and he's he's just he's got that pedigree in his favour as well. Like like you were kind of hinting that Dominic Carvalhoon doesn't have that many big holes in his locker. Kane definitely does. It's just annoying that this double for him has come at a time when Tottenham um have so many questions around them. The um one of the other things that's yeah. slightly annoying is that uh, I I think Leic- with with the way Leicester are playing, they could have been shouts, but Madison's injury is really annoying because he doesn't have the same impact for them as Grealish does for Villa, but he definitely it's definitely a big blow losing Madison's creativity. Yeah, definitely. Because Va- Va- Vardy and. Um, Harvey Barnes, who I've been kicking myself the past couple of weeks to get rid of him, he's just flying. Um, yeah, a uh, Europa League match tomorrow as well, and I think it was nil nil first leg, so they very much have to play the best team, which might be a bit when we see two dub- with a double coming with a short turnaround that might go against them a bit, but who knows? Yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting to see the team. So, yeah, if you are still thinking of getting Barnes, I think a lot of people are looking at Pereira. Um, keep an eye on the team sheets tomorrow to see um, how many minutes your your targets are getting. Um, so yeah, they're probably the best fixtures. Um, I'll just quickly mention who, um, who've got the worst fixtures. So 
teams with a double that have the worst fixtures are Chelsea, United and Liverpool, yeah. Burnley, Tottenham and Leicester, and then Wolves, Newcastle and City, and Sheffield, Liverpool and Aston Villa. So yeah, I'm not... In my um, draft, I've not got anyone from from those teams. From those, th- th- They're the four bottom of the, the ticker for... Um, the best double game at fixtures and yeah I don't, I don't think I'd even want I think even if they were higher up in the fixture difficulty rankings I wouldn't want anyone from those teams anyway maybe Chelsea oh. but you just don't know who's nailed in that team no it makes you think if you hold on to your wild card come 30-31 Chelsea look really good under Tuchel but obviously you're not going to play him 26 but if you can like time it right and play your wild card and get three Chelsea assets in when they start to fly yeah, I think around game week 30-31, there are some big fixture changes. So um, maybe on next week's premium planning segment, we'll um, we'll look at that in more detail. Um, but yeah, sh- should we get into what the crux of this week's thing then? Our um, ideal wildcard 11s for this week or free hit 11. Like if we could um, have any 11 for this week of double game week players, who would it be? Yeah. Oh, I've just realised I forgot to do a goalkeeper. Uh, the, the, the goalkeeper is like as a non-brainer it's a no-brainer isn't it what with Emmy Martinez yeah he's getting a bit expensive now though any of you not already got him in um, but yeah he's a bonus point merchant who, who else would come close Loris well just because of the fixtures the double yeah and maybe um, um, but yeah let's, I'll, I'll go with Emmy it's just because yeah. he's getting a bit expensive now but yeah yeah, I guess I guess for people that are bench people that are bench boosting out seem to be pairing uh, Emmy with a four point five like um, Fulham's goalkeeper or um, really, yeah. Johnston from West Brom, but I don't know. I've not really thought about veering from Martinez just because I'm not I'm not bench boosting this week, so I don't need to think about another keeper. Uh, yeah, I think might not be a bad shout because they double in twenty six and they've also got a game in twenty nine. That's Fulham's keeper, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, yeah, I'd probably say him, and the fact that Fulham have tightened up just, recently bodes well. Just frees you a bit of money up because I, I think Villa start to look. We talked about they look tired, didn't we, last week? And then Grealish gone as well. I think the wheels won't come off fully, but I don't think the form will continue for a while. Losing Matty Cash doesn't help them either. El Mohamed is a massive yeah. downgrade. <laughs> um, Speaking of which, we we both won a bit of money, didn't we? On Emil, how many tick card at the weekend? Yeah, it's didn't, worth looking out for again this weekend. Didn't fa- well, I think last week it was a great shout because he was up against Barnes, and yeah. Barnes is flying. Um, yeah, it's. Um, I think with those kind of bets, it massively who the player has to mark plays a massive factor in it. Anyway, we're getting sidetracked. So, so yeah, you, you've said you keep getting so you, on a betting podcast now. You, you keep as Martinez. Um, yeah, or Areola, yeah. Okay. Uh, depends how much money I've got. If, if I've got enough left, Martinez. Right. And then your defence? So I'm going to, I'm going to play 3-5-2 just because midfield's so valuable this right. year. Uh, Diaz and Cancelo, but that could be Stones because we know Stones isn't playing today. And Cancelo's due arrest, like you say. Uh, and Luca Digne. Okay. I think he's uh, obviously great fixtures and he's Everton, it's DCL. He's probably sec- next best, isn't he, from that team? Right. So, and, and your five midfielders? Oh, you're not going to do for your defence? Okay, all right. So, I'll go through mine. Yeah, so, Martinez as well. 
my, my back, I, my formation would be a three-four-three, three. um, and my defenders would be Shaw, Diaz, and Pereira. So I've only gone for one of the City defenders just because I think there's going to be so much rotation. I don't, I don't think there's going to be many. I don't think there's going to be many of the City players that are going to play both games because Pep said recently that he's going to rotate more. So I'd rather. I think Diaz is one of the most nailed ones, which is why I've picked him of, of them. But, but yeah, and then I've gone for Shaw because even though United's fixtures aren't great, his creative creativity starts in terms of his crossing and chance creation and all that. Like he's comfortably the most attacking defender in the league at the moment, uh, and his price is great. And then last week Pereira at um, Leicester was playing right wing, so he was so far up the pitch. And I just think um, there's potential there. If if he doesn't play tomorrow, that is, in the Europa League, because he's just back from injury. But if he gets a rest tomorrow, I think he will play both games in the double. And if he's playing that role further up the pitch, there's a massive upside there with um, with how creative he can be and how far he gets forward. Yeah, great. Uh, move on to midfield. Uh, for me, I've not got Bruno in, but it was just because of what you said last week and it was to wildcard this week. United got some tough fixtures coming up, so that's coming to the thinking. I mean, I'm not going to transfer him out, but if I was playing my wildcard now, I've gone Salah, Sterling, just because of uh, we talked about De Bruyne hampering Gundahan, and I think Sterling's more explosive than De Bruyne at the moment. Uh, Barnes, next one, Neto from Wolves. I think Wolves have got some great fixtures coming up. Uh, I know the double isn't that great, but he looks really good. He looks a heartbeat of that team. He's quite cheap. And then the last one is Son or if I got my balls out, Gareth Bale. He looked brilliant at the weekend and he, he came on again today and scored. So he's definitely going to play at the weekend because he's only got 20 minutes. Interesting. So actually, so you, you, you factored in fixtures ahead of, you factored in like, not you, you've not built this just for this week. You've built this. Oh, for... right. No, 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 no. I've built it for going forward. Yeah. Okay. Well, you... I suppose that works. I, I've done mine. That'd be a free hit, week. wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, I did mine just on for this week, but right. um, good that's job. good though because it means it means that it means that people can look at mine and be like, if they're free hitting, they can look at that, and then if they're thinking further ahead, and if they're using a wild card and want to set up for a few weeks, they can look at yours. Um, so yeah, just for this week, mine would be Bruno Salah Barnes because I think you can't not have. I, I think no matter the fixtures, Bruno can just, especially in the Palace fixture, he could just still just rack up, rack up points yeah, this week. I was just looking beyond that because I think United yeah. have some tricky ones after that. Salah, because he's Salah, and even though Liverpool are poor at the moment, um, Sheffield have are at the bare bones defensively. I think they've lost another. I, can't remember, I always get their defenders mixed up, but they've lost another one. John Egan. So, yeah, so I think they're going to struggle. Um, Gundogan, but the fact that he's playing tonight, I wonder if that means he'll get a rest of the weekend because he was injured and then he played against Arsenal, which people didn't expect him to, and he's played again now. I wonder if... Um, yeah, I think you could be right because uh, Rodri got his rest at last weekend. Yeah, he's almost like, doesn't want to disrupt the team too much, but yeah, one each week. You could so yeah, right. actually I might change. So yeah, I- I'll go... I don't know if I, I don't know if I'd be able to afford. I think I'd just be able, I'd be able to afford. So yeah, Bruno Salah. I'll go De Bruyne instead of Gundogan, and then Barnes. 
Barnes just because yeah, he's just flying and he's he's got a high points here then with the amount of shots he takes. I've got a limited budget here, what? Well, sh- sh- I- I've only got one city defender, so I'm only going to have two city. Like, but- yeah, I'm joking. No one's going to be counting unless you've got some sad olds who watch us. Uh, and then up front, I think it's the two easiest ones, Kane, DCL. I don't think anyone comes close to them for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my, my 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 ones up front would be, because I've, I've gone four in midfield, it'd be Kane, DCL and Watkins. Uh, I know Aston Villa aren't great without Grealish. It's just the fact that, um, like you say, anything can happen when you play Leeds. I think, I think Watkins could still get a decent score with the game against Leeds in that week. Um, and then, then yeah, yeah you could the, be right. Southampton could have been 2-0 up last night, yeah. And then there's the added bonus of the fact that they play in 29 for people who are looking to navigate through 29 easily, that blank. Um, so, sh- I mean, sh- while we're here, should we maybe talk about... Um, I mean, we kind of talked about it a little bit already, but for people who are triple captain in this week, do you want to quickly... Um, talk about that I, I just need to quickly plug in my laptop so i'm gonna let you start because my battery's gonna die <laughs> well triple captain is uh you gotta do that uh triple captain this week i know it's gonna be if you've not got any other chips that you need to play this week uh if you're quite happy with your team you don't want to play your wild card you don't want to play free yet you don't want to play bench boost if you've not got three doubles on the bench then the next then I'd, I'd be definitely tempted to play that that triple captain because it might be the last opportunity to have a player like Kane where you, he's got two good fixtures and you know he's going to play in both. Because later on the line, even when City and Spurs both get that double from the League Cup final, they might not necessarily play both games, depending on Spurs. They might be going all out for the Europa League and City. We know what it'll be like once they wrap up the title. So, yeah, if I, if I didn't need to address my team this week and I still had that triple captain in hand, then... I'd be hundred percent putting it on, and I'd be putting it on Big Harry Kane. Right. So I, I, I didn't tempt you with Carver Lewin at all. Not for a chip like that. Uh, why would you put it on DCR? I, I, well, I, I'm temp- not. I'm. I don't, I don't have the triple captain either. But I, I'm tempted with captain in DCL this week because he's, he's. Um, I think in the reverse fixture against West Brom, he scored. Was that his hat trick? Yeah, he's had three. I, look, I looked, he's had three double digit hauls this season. And one of them was that one against, no, the one against United where he scored like last second. So excluding that, he's had two, two other double digits. Yeah. I just think West Brom and Southampton, it's just a great time to be playing both those teams. Uh, it's, it's, it's tricky though. I think, for me personally, I'll probably bottle it and go Kane because of the um, ownership. And um, I'm sort of creeping up through the ranks at the moment by sort of kind of making sensible decisions anyway. I think for people further down who are looking to do something different and maybe fly up the rankings and get a differential, I think triple cap- the triple captain this week is a great... It's, like, it's kind of like a Hail Mary, isn't it? It's like a... Because th- th- there is a massive spread of play. Like, y- like, for example, even though you're set on Kane, 
you wouldn't be surprised if Salah or Fernandez or someone outscored Kane in this double. No, no. So absolutely not. So yeah, I, I I'd sort of say like you know if you're um kind of happy where you are in your mini leagues and whatnot, and you just want to tread water maybe rise a little bit. Yeah, Kane's safe, but but maybe go with someone who would be less less captained um, if you're looking to make up ground uh, and you're further down your rankings. Um, cool. How many... Um, so how many doublers have you got this week? So I've got nine at the moment. So I'm going to make a transfer. Um, yeah. So it'll be 10. Could 10. be 11, but yeah. How about you? Hang on. I, uh, I've got 10, but that includes Kilman, who's not uh, he's not really even starting that much. So I'm nine. Um, and yeah, I'll either have 10 or 11, depending on if I take a hit or not. Uh, it's Although I might end up having to take out one of my players that's got a double for another player that's got a double, because the fact that Foden's playing tonight doesn't fill me with confidence. I don't think he'll play both games, whereas I think Harvey Barnes is someone who I want. So it'll be, and I think he's likely to play both. He's, he's very likely to play both of Buster's fixtures. So yeah, Harvey Barnes in for Rafinha or Foden, I think, will be one of my transfers. And then Kane in for Antonio. So I, I'm very likely so to are, take... Are you, are you set on playing your free hit in 29? Because you're almost building towards a team that doesn't have fixtures. Yeah, that's part of the problem with um, taking out well, Anto- the only player that plays, I can't get rid of Carver Lewin, so it's between Antonio or Bamford to get rid of for Kane. Um, so yeah, there's not really another way for me to do it. I'm, I'm not. I'm not really letting what's going to happen in 29 affect what I'm doing now because I, I think right. like, we've said it's going to be a low-scoring week. Um, so I'm, I've got it in the back of my mind, kind of, but I'm not. I'm not going to like completely factor let that completely change what I want to do for this week and the next couple two or three um but yeah that is something I, I I'm that's why I'm kind of reluctant to lose my Leeds players um because they've been they've been good to me recently and they play in 29 and they just get points so regularly so that's what I oh, the maybe this if I was wanting to maximize on the double I'd probably get rid of Rafinha for Barnes but I actually think Rafinha against Villa could get more points than Foden in City's double game week with the amount of minutes Foden might end up getting. Yeah. So yeah, if I've got Kane, I've got the three City players. Um, and then I'll still have Soufal on my bench. And then I can maybe like in the next two or three weeks get, a, get in a player or two. I could still kind of navigate to having a team in 29 where I don't need to use my free hit. But if I can't, then I'd I've got. I'm in the position where I can use the free hit if I want to. Just to say, the only reason I wouldn't want to use the free hit is kind of what we were saying last week that there's this game week in game week 33 where there's going to be another some more blanks. Not not as many, but that might be. The, the argument is is that that might be a a better time to play a free hit because there's more fixtures, there's more big teams playing, so the points here is going to be so much higher. Like the fixtures that are in game week 29, you don't really look at it and see 
hauls many players in those games. No, so it's a, it's tr- it's a tricky one. I'm not so I, I'm not I'm not sort of I'm not locked into using my free hit in 29 at the moment. I'm I'm, I'm just going to see what what state I end up in by then. Probably. You like on a night out. <laughs> Yeah, it's like um, when, when you're at uni and you um, you don't take your card out with you, and you uh, you, you only take cash. You don't end up spending forty quid you on see what state you're in at three a.m. <laughs> and then you, you you end up having no money for a taxi home. Um, what was like that? Be you in twenty nine. So what's what's your current plan? So I've I've very much got an eye on twenty nine. Just just so um, I can get a team out there. And like you say, I think there's going to be so many better times to play that free hit. Although I'm going to be left with nine game weeks left. We've still my wild card free hit bench boost. I think you'll be the same, right? Unless you play beforehand. Mm. Um, so, yeah. And I think the reason I'm going to get, I'm probably going to get Son in for Grealish. I talked about Gareth Bale. I'm a balls on the table. But we know how much of a wimp I am. So probably won't do that. And then just downgraded Pope to a to a shit keeper, so I can kind of afford that. Just because I think Spurs' next fixtures, they've got Fulham, uh, Burnley, Fulham. Obviously, thought it might not be that easy, but then they've got Crystal Palace at home. We know how poor they look. Brighton sort of smashed them. Then Arsenal. Then they do play in twenty nine. So I think that's in the back of my mind. And at the moment. You know, Son and Kane are definitely going to play 90 minutes in every game just because Mourinho is going to try and get them back up to that top four, whether they do or not, whether the wheels continue to fall off. Wolves remains to be seen. But yeah, I'm very much got an eye on 29. I'm going to try and build towards them without hampering my team too much. Right. So, so and, and you're thinking you'll, you'll, you'll free hit in 33? Yeah. And yeah, and play my wild card and bench boost at some point. Not worked out yet. Because the thing is, though, right? So if you're wildcard in in thirty or thirty one or something, you'll you'll be able to make a plan and set up your team so that you're not fucked for thirty three quite easily. Anyway, I think if you see what I mean. So yeah. the, the the teams that you're going to have players from that are going to be missing in thirty three are City and Tottenham. But I think you're not going to. There aren't going to be many players that have three players from Tottenham, and as City get further into the Champions League stuff, like you probably only want two players from them because three with the rotation risks that they'll become, having three might be too much. So if, you, if you've if you only got to take out one or two players to get out an 11 in that week, one or two, like one from City and one from Tottenham, it might it might be actually quite easy to navigate that, that week, especially if you've wildcarded to get good players that are playing in that bank anyway. If you yeah. see what I mean, that, that's something that that's something that's changed in my thinking recently. I actually think that having like to get Barnes in and to get Kane in and maybe Watkins or whatever this week, there's actually if I factor in game week twenty nine into that now, it's more the fact that I might be losing points this week that's because of that rather than the low points in twenty nine. If you see what I mean, I, I, over this next four, I think there might actually be more benefit of me using my free hit in 29 just so that I can forget about what it means for me now. But yeah, it, it depends. It, it depends. It's going to depend on everyone's team and what players you've got. Um, yeah. Maybe I'm just being too clever and should just do the easy option, like saying free hit 29, but I just don't think that 
I just don't think you're going to gain much ground in that week. So if you, but if you say if you weren't building to 29 and you wouldn't, what would, would you do anything differently this week? Barnes possibly. Right. And just do Grealish to Barnes and that's it. Okay. So but then even, say- even the Madison injuries kind of made me sway more to Son anyway. So fair enough. So yeah, it's, it's, it's who, the fun- who do you think's a better player for this game week? Barnes or Son? Um, I mean, it's there's, there's there's a fair bit of money difference, isn't there? I think. Well, on on form, it's it's Barnes, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and on form, yeah, no question. And um, yeah, I think I think I could get Son if I wanted to. This uh, well, I actually just took out Son last week for Rafinha. So no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't get Son back in now because it'd just be, I'd just be going back on myself, going in a loop, but um. I, do, I think with my concerns about Spurs and how they're playing, having getting Caden for this week and just having Caden, that's enough for me. I don't want with how much Caden and Son cost together. I don't want that much money from them in my team. Yeah, no, so it's yeah, fair enough. I think so. Yeah, and so if, if you're but going you... Son, I go Barnes. Then um, it's, it's it's a bit of it's it's, it's basically me betting on. It gives me a, a way to close some points up. There's no point in having the same team as you. Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, It'd be interesting. I, this time next week, I will not be surprised if they've both got four points or they've both got 24 points. It, yeah, given we've just spent five minutes talking about that. Um, <laughs> we should um, probably get into the questions before we run out of time. I, I know you want to... Uh, yeah, City's watch, on soon. City play. So um, I think we've only had one question, so... That's that's fine. Uh, one serious question, I should say. At least so, we've got a loyal listener now, so shout out. <laughs> well, no, it's 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 the fact that uh, we're starting to get questions through on the uh, Twitter account, which is good. So S- Stephen Graydon uh, at Saint Graydon handle, a uh, bit of a long shot, but Aguero. What's your thoughts on him playing? So the fact that he's not starting tonight doesn't bode well, does it? Uh, but I mean, if he gets a good 30, 40 minutes, if he comes on in the second half and gets a good 30, 40 minutes, maybe he's a massive out there differential pick, but it's not something I'd recommend unless you're um, really, really desperate. And like we were saying before, looking for a Hail Mary, something completely out there. It's just too much of a... Given that he's not played a full 90 minutes yet, I wouldn't go there. If I wanted to Hail Mary in a city striker, it'd probably be Jesus over Aguero. Right. He's playing quite a lot now. Um, but yeah, for the reasons you say there, Guerrero probably probably swerve, but you, you can never count the big man out, can you? Who knows? He might come back last games of the week, game week and fly, get top goal scorer. Who knows? Mm. So um just before we wrap up, um obviously we've given it big billing, like this being a massive double game week, and uh both of us aren't using any of our chips. In this week's, it's a bit, a bit strange. I, I was going to use my bench boost, but Grealish being out has completely hampered it. Because I was going to, I was going to replace two of my subs on the bench and get two defenders in, two defenders on my bench. I think it's Kufal and Holding, and I was going to, uh, I was going to put two doubles in. But now that's happening, I've got to get Grealish out. My bench would be pretty shit, so it's probably not worth it. Yeah, um, I think if for people who. Don't know when else, because this probably is one of the best weeks to bench boost. I think if you've got 
single game. We've got Leeds players, yeah. Leeds, yeah. Uh, play it, yeah, absolutely. And uh, even like Antonio, he could score against City if he like because he's he scored he scored against City in the reverse fixture, didn't he? Yeah. So yeah, I think if you've got a playing goalkeeper and your bench has got decent single game week players on it, and you're not doing anything else chips wise this week, you've already used your triple captain. I'd, I'd yeah, I'd use the bench boost this week. Um, yeah, I'd, if you've still got chips left, to be honest, I'd looked for the best opportunity soon to play them. Like we're almost at a loss having them because towards the end of the season, uh, the teams that start to have nothing to play for, we know the rotation comes about. But I think this year it'll be even more prevalent just because of the the nature of the season. It's been such a long season playing, like well, brutal season playing every three days. I think some managers will completely like. I could see this happening where they just give them three or four weeks off at the end of the season if they've got nothing to play for. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Well, that, 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 well, we could set up for that though, couldn't we, with our wild cards? We could fill our team with more players that have stuff to play for. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's one benefit. Like yeah, that's if, one benefit to hold on, yeah. If teams are on the beach. But um, that's it for this week. Um, here's to um, Callum continuing to crack up. Um <laughs> Let's let's everyone hope that he. Um, what you'd prefer in... to call it your renaissance, not me cracking up. Yeah, but if 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 if, if, if this cracking up thing gets in your head and you know you start waking up in cold sweats at night and stuff, then that's that, that helps me even more, doesn't it? So I'm just going to keep talking about that. All right, if you're happy, we'll see. We'll see this time next week when I've uh, brought Bale in instead of Son. Would you bring Bale in instead of Son? No, I thought not. You're not going to do that either. I'm tempted by the big man. Um, I, uh, I, I, I bet you a tenner you don't bring in Bale ahead of Son. No. All right. <laughs> See you all next week. <laughs> See you all next week. <laughs>